This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. So at the end of last knitting episode, I discussed the fact that I was running out of white yarn. After I recorded that episode, I sucked it up and I bought myself some more white yarn from that gorgeous Big and Design store. I ogled all the lovely colours and then just said, well, I can note to myself to come back should I suddenly decide I want to do something really specific because they've got a really nice range of colours. You know, when I say something specific, sometimes I like to do really random things like knit sushi. I have knit sushi before. And that calls for particular colors of green, for example, or if you're trying to match egg or salmon, or I'm just saying sometimes you have really specific color needs and this is a really good place to remember to come back to if I need. So I bought the white and then I realized as you do when you do the maths, you get free shipping if you spend 50 bucks. So if you need just under 50 bucks, but it's going to be postage and then one extra skein would push you over the 50 bucks, but then you've got free postage. Just the same thing if you do that maths really, really quickly in your head. So I decided to buy yarn in the colours of my publishing imprint for crime, which is Deadlines, in the logo's colours. So I bought a beige, a red and a black. And my intention is to knit a teapot cosy in the beige with the logo in the black and the red. And I'm going to attempt that by somehow printing out the logo onto some graph paper to figure out how to knit that in. Stay tuned for that hilarious adventure. Oh, and also the deadline for that will be the end of this month. So hopefully that the yarn will arrive in time. And speaking of hilarious deadlines, no puns intended there at all. I realised like on Wednesday that Mother's Day was coming up and I had been thinking that I should buy something for my mother-in-law but hadn't really figured out where to go with that. My husband's a little bit more relaxed about this kind of thing. And so I thought I might knit her something that would be useful. It doesn't get that cold in Perth, so knitted items as gifts I feel are a bit, like they're nice but people are like, I'm probably not going to use that. Except for socks because socks are awesome to wear around the house and are great on a coolish evening. You know, socks take about 20 hours to knit. They're not really something I whip up of an evening. My mother-in-law likes to cycle. She cycles really early in the mornings on the weekends. So it ended up being, as suggested in the discussion groups forum, thanks Mitt and Deb, I found a bandana cowl, which was quite small. So it's not going to be really in the way for cycling, but could just keep her neck warm. I was hunting around in the stash to find something appropriate and in her colour scheme to use and randomly by accident a knit crate arrived. Now the knit crate was for my husband so when I say randomly and weirdly that's that's exactly what I mean. He had subscribed to the newbies series for a Christmas gift for his sister and then he was saving up the rest as like birthday and Christmas for this year and then when it ended he ended his subscription but by accident they billed him and then sent him an extra one so he's definitely sorted it out there are no more accidental knit crates coming but we did have this extra one and he said well what do you think and I opened it up and it's quite gorgeous so this is the April knit crate with a really lovely bar of lavender soap which you opened up the package and it just smelled divine and this really cute baggage label that I have to include in the show notes because it just made me laugh and it also made me think of Gal Carrigan. 
I will be using it somewhere. So I already kind of like, well, I want the soap and I want the baggage label. And then the yarn is from Juniper Moon Farms, which I've heard about but never actually seen. It's their Hericote Heathers, which is 100% baby alpaca and just gorgeous. Now, I think I'm allergic to alpaca. It's either mohair or alpaca, but it gives me an asthma attack when I knit it. So I think it's all the little fibers flying around in the air. It actually was a perfect yarn to gift to someone because obviously I'm not going to be able to wear that and I'm not going to be able to wear it as a scarf or a cowl or something. It's just going to really irritate my asthma. It ended up that the weight was not quite heavy enough for the pattern, which was probably a worsted. The gauge was off and I thought, well, I could muck around with it, but I really don't feel like doing the maths to fiddle around with the stitch count. The knit crate was three skeins, two in a greeny blue teal colour and one white. And I tried the two skeins knitted together, which ended up giving me a gorgeous gauge. And the fabric looked the best compared to the picture and I thought would be quite warm for when you're cycling at six in the morning in winter. So I went ahead and the two skeins together and knit up this cowl. I cast on Friday night. I also played board games with my husband Friday night, which P.S. I never do. It was the first time ever. And so I thought, oh, well, I'll be able to knit while I'm doing that. But the game is a little bit too complicated to be able to knit and play the game. So that gives you an idea of how long this project took because I finished it off Saturday evening and I probably six to eight hours of knitting, I guess. It knit up really, really quickly. It was really lovely. It was a good project to practice short rows. I could do short rows fine, but I do need to keep looking back to make sure that I'm wrapping my stitches correctly. I haven't done that many wrapping of stitches, so it was nice to practice that. And it was really quick and easy knit. It was on 5.5 mil needles, so it was, was really comfy knit to do. And then finished up like a dream. I was really happy with it. And I gifted it at Sunday morning and my mother-in-law said she liked it. So that is one big tick for project started and completed in one go. Project finished for 2015. Yarn that never even hit the stash. I am very happy with that. I did end up with probably, I haven't weighed it yet, but probably about half of each of those two balls left. So I'll have to think about what I'm going to do with the rest of that, which segues into while I was realizing that I had not prepared myself properly for my Mother's Day knitting. And I get a bit of a reprieve because my mother is actually away this month. She's overseas, so I can put off thinking about her gift until later. However, it reminded me that her birthday is also in May and then that reminded me that I actually have four close very close friends slash relatives who all share the same birthday at the end of May and that maybe I wanted to do knitting gifts and that it was the 9th of May when I was realizing this it's the 11th and I've done nothing yet about that but I am aware that I am about to have to knit up a storm so in terms of what I'm going to be moving forward with, I've got a couple of gifts to knit by the end of May. And really, I have to do them pretty quickly if I want to post them because most of them are posting gifts. So that's the first thing. That's about four projects that I need to think about. And then as part of a fundraising exercise, I offered to knit some rewards for our possible campaign to raise money to publish a book. So I discovered the final tally on my knitting commitments for that, which is four tea cozies and two sets of fingerless gloves, which I need to start thinking about doing. So that's quite a bit of scheduled knitting ahead. 
So you know me, I know me, what did I go ahead and do? I totally went and did something else yesterday instead. I felt quite motivated to address the fact that I never finish anything. I'm feeling like this is a theme going on in my life at the moment. I start things, I get really enthusiastic, I take them to a particular percentage and then I move on. And that really I need to embrace the feeling of finishing things. I really liked the fact that I finished that cowl and gifted it. I need to feel that more often to enjoy what finishing feels like. I think I'm just not familiar with the concept and the feeling and the experience. So my bear's rainbow blanket is sort of put to the side until the rest of the white arrives, which I hope will be this week. I ordered it from a store in Australia, but I hadn't actually finished all the blocks. I still had three final blocks to, to crochet up. So I actually made myself finish those last night. In fact, one of them was almost like three quarters done and I just wandered off and not come back. So I was like, no, I will finish all of the blocks before the white comes. And then all I have to do is do the final borders and then sew everything up. And then for winter, I will have a really gorgeous knee blanket. That was the first thing I did. And then I decided that I would actually just look at a couple of other blankets that are in pieces that I haven't finished. One of them has been staring at me where the rainbow bear blanket pieces have been sitting as well. So I pulled that out and it was so great to just clear that space under the TV set in the other room. It's just been sitting there taunting me with like, you haven't finished me and you're not doing anything about that. And here I am, I'm this unfinished project that you just don't know what to do with. So I pulled it all out to have a look and take status. Uh, let me tell you what it is first. It is leftover pieces of DK weight yarn from ages ago. When I say ages ago, let's say it's probably eight to 10 years ago when I was buying hand dyed yarn from eBay from a dyer in, in England that I just got totally addicted to. And then I made, because I felt bad that I'd be buying all this stuff, I made and sold and gifted away hot water bottle covers because the yarn just knitted up beautifully. I made a whole bunch of them. I made like between 20 and 40 of them. Some of them I sold at local market days and, and a lot of them I gifted away. And I still love hot water bottle covers as a gift. They're really quick to knit up, but I just think they're lovely. I have one myself. I kept one myself because I do love them. They are so nice to hop into bed with on a cold wintry evening or when you're feeling sorry for yourself with lady pains. But they kind of knit up to just under one whole skein. So I'd had all these gorgeous pieces and so what I did was I knit 10 stitches wide, 10 rows high, garter stitch squares and did the quilt pattern nine patch to get a block. And then I had nine, but now it looks like I have 11, three blocks the same size as the nine patch to do sort of a kind of scrap knit blanket, you know, like a quilt one. But because it's all hickety pickety and it's not quite crazy quilt, it just doesn't work and on the one hand I'm like it's a scrap blanket that you could give to your dog who would be quite happy with it and it would be a good use of the yarn but on the other hand it's just like can't I just make this work so I've laid all the pieces out and I'm about six small squares short of the 12th block but that block does not work with the rest of the project so now I'm like okay well what am I going to do here and so that's where I left that last night and then I went back to this other project that I started 
let me think about when I started this project. It was back when there was all the craze online on the knitting blogs to knit log cabins. So at some point in time, and I have a feeling it had to do with fans of Blue Moon Fibre Arts, you'd buy the heavyweight sock yarn in three colours and knit log cabin. And I have a feeling that you knit it off-centre log cabin. It was a whole craze. And it was, I'm even trying to think what house I lived in when I bought this yarn to even give myself a date. It would have to have been something like 2002, 2003, something like that. And I started this project and then somewhere in the middle of the project, so I knit 16 log cabin blocks and then I sewed together two sets of eight and discovered somewhere in the project my tension changed. And so eight blocks totally are smaller than the other eight blocks, like they're about three quarters the size. So they don't it's I, it was just like, oh, I, what am I going to do here? And so what I did is I just put it all in a bag and I've moved house probably about eight times since then. And I've just gone, I just don't even know what to do with this. And so the truth of the matter is what I needed to do, which is what I did last night, because it's been sitting there and it actually takes up quite a bit of space in my craft cupboard when if I could just finish this project, it would be folded up somewhere else. What did it require me to do? It required me to check my gauge. That's what it required me to do. And I sat there and I knit my 10 stitches by 10 rows of garter stitch to check my gauge to figure out which of the two blocks of eight is my gauge and then start unpicking the one that is not my gauge and then move on. And so that is what I did last night because I'm just really, really tired at the moment and I cannot face lace stitching right now. I, I cannot face complicated projects at the moment. I'm just too tired and wrecked and so this is the perfect project which is so funny because when I'm not in this kind of place I'm like who would ever want to do something so boring as I'm picking something I don't even know when you find the interest to do such a thing and it's it's right now it's when you physically are so beaten that you just can't even face interesting knitting at all so I've started unpicking the eight and I've started re-knitting the eight and I'm sure this project is going to take me about a week and a half, which I've been procrastinating on for 12 years because I just couldn't be bothered to knit gauge and find out which of the two was wrong. Story of my life. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.